Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die, where my goal is to give you evidence that although our bodies will disappear, we survive physical death. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And today, I have a treat for you. We have on our show my friend Barbie Stoll, along with her business partners, Anne-Marie Touchette and Susan Levin. They are the founders of Heavenly Connections Mediumship Events. Their goal is to deliver messages and information from your loved ones in the spirit world. I met Barbie almost 15 years ago in a mediumship class we both took with Doreen Virtue. Barbie does angel card readings, soul retrieval, shamanic healing, along with mediumship readings. Anne-Marie is a medium and a spiritual educator, a counselor, hypnotherapist, and paranormal investigator. She is trained and studied under the top masters in these fields. Susan is also a highly attuned is also highly attuned to the spirit world, has studied with the masters, and offers tarot card readings and mediumship readings. Ladies of Heavenly Connections, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for having us. Or Sandra, thank you for having us on. <laughs> I think we're all excited this morning. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are coming from New Orleans, is that correct? Yes. Oh, very awesome. And uh, as many people know, I'm sitting in my home in Massachusetts. And um, it's pretty exciting. So thanks for being up this morning to do this. How did you guys start? I don't even know where to go um, with this interview because there's three dynamic individuals all out to make a difference in people's lives. Um, maybe you could each just tell a little bit about your history. How would that, that be? And then maybe what brought you together as a team? Okay, Sandra. Well, this is Anne Marie. Hi, Anne Marie. I'm originally from Massachusetts. So I live. Uh, I was raised in the Berkshires. I'm adopted out of uh, the Worcester area, Marlboro country, mm-hmm. and uh, was raised in Massachusetts. And I was raised in a haunted house, and so that made me aware that we certainly don't die at an early age. I was able to figure out my imaginary friends weren't imaginary, and so that was. Uh, I think we all have the ability to know that we're we're all six sense. We all have an intuition that this the world is just right next door where we go when we cross over. And so I never went to sleep with that knowledge. I always stayed awake and, and went into a medical profession because that's the you know it's hospice now, but it was just plain um, nursing. And we learned the therapeutic touch, which has gone on to be Reiki. And was able to help a lot of people, you know, all nurses uh, saw UC death at their door of their patient, you know, who's not going to be there. So I was right at home in that field. And through the journeys of uh, being up in Massachusetts with uh, Omega Center and and getting to um, take classes with instructions from great people like Dr. Dwyer and Deepak when the early days where he couldn't speak English too good and moved you know forward and through journeys uh, spirituals camp in Casadega Florida where they do a uh, table tipping and séances down there and lived in Texas for many years until spirit said well guess what you're going on a new journey and put me in New Orleans wow. there was a metaphysical resource center opening there I Gentleman that uh, had was uh, from New Orleans uh, ended up in through Katrina in Texas in Dallas, and uh, was forming uh, to come back. His spirit was telling him to come back to te- uh, to New Orleans. Started doing psychic fairs and invited some of us um, mediums to come down and participate. And who can turn down a party in New Orleans? That's true. <laughs> 
and through that, um, Spirit told me I was moving here. I was given an opportunity to uh, work in the French Quarter to uh, do readings, and through the metaphysical resource classes is where I met Barbara and Su Barbie and Susan. And we started doing the table tipping. Uh, our friends Victor and Esther from Casadega came up and initiated a room to do the table tipping seances. And we do uh, regular spirit galleries where we're giving messages uh, to, uh, from the loved ones. And um, here we are. Wow. Well, I have, I have to just jump in <laughs> for a second. The of uh, New Orleans. And you know, <laughs> in Massachusetts, they call the three of us something else. Oh, I, let me just jump in for a second, ladies. Because on our show, you guys are episode number 94. So it, it's it's big. So I before you now, I've had 90. Yeah. Uh, three other interviews with people about life after death. And, um, you know, there's a little bit of humor in, in many of them, but a lot of them are kind of heavy duty people that have had loss and then they've gone into, they've had near death experiences or they were with a loved one just when they passed, say in hospice and they can see into the hereafter. And there's been some very, very profound stories of, of healing and of, um, messages from our loved ones and things like that. And so for the listeners who have been along this journey, I think this episode was gonna, is going to be something new, something different, because we have never talked about table tipping, seances, things like that. Now, if you are somebody who's listening to this for the very first time, you might think, oh my God, what are they talking about? <laughs> what is this? So I'm going to encourage you, if you're a new listener, uh, just to keep your mind open because I, I too am going to hear some things I've never heard before I'm sure and if it's your very first time and you're looking for evidence that your loved one is still around uh, you, certainly you'll hear uh, some good good things in this interview but I also encourage you to, to go back in some of the other interviews as well just to hear some some stories so I am all for a very light-hearted fun interview with the three of you and find out obviously I, I would love to hear some stories maybe in your mediumship readings of of um, maybe evidence you've brought through to your clients that life after death is real, because I think that's important to hear. But also, like, I want to hear about what the heck table tipping is. And I, I, I actually know what it is, but it, it sounds pretty far out. And just to hear some of your experiences. So would you be up for that? Oh, sure. Sure. You know, every day they're walking with us. One of our best stories is one of our first galleries down here. We had a we were all waiting as people were coming in and getting seated. And I turned to see this tall gentleman walk in with a, uh, this, the woman kind of her arm latched around his walking in only she was not a living person walking with him. So I knew right away I had an easy one coming in the door and this, and he would, there was only two gentlemen in the audience and I was giving readings to one family about uh, their mother had come in and was uh kind of acknowledging her crossing and, and some of the jewelry they were wearing. She was acknowledging that it, that was her, her pieces. Wow. And spirit just kind of yanked my head to the left where this woman, spirit of this woman was waving at me. And I said, okay, I have a woman here. She's uh, th this gentleman's wife. And he says, I don't have a wife. I said, well, she claims that she's your wife, that you definitely had a very close relationship. He said, yes, we had a very close relationship and we went on to just, you know, just give him the message that she was with him and so forth. They walk right with us. And it's not scary because it's loving. 
Uh, the spirit world is just right next door, and more and more of us are starting to understand that. You don't have to be a medium to feel the energies today. We're in the 21st century, 2016, where more and more television, radio, shows like yours and so forth are out there giving messages that we just go right next door. We don't we just evolve with the kids' games today. They know that their object of their game is to reach the next level. So that is our objective, is to graduate from Earth School. We've gotten our degree in karma, and we can get off Harry Potter's train and get out of Hogwarts and move next door where we wow. become young and healthy, and we can watch us like it's a two-way uh, mirror. You know, this is where reality TV came from, the other world. They're watching us. And they're so excited to be able to be acknowledged and remembered and give messages. And so we we're all waking up to that, that they don't go far and people are not crazy when they think they feel something around them. Oh, I love how you explain that. Oh, it's great. Somebody else want to jump in and tell yeah, their story? I, yeah, I, this is Barbie. Hi, I'm Barbie. actually very excited about uh, table tipping. It's kind of... Uh, undergoing a revival of sorts. Um, what table tipping is, is it's a way for spirits to communicate with uh, their loved ones. Spirit actually enters a table and it will begin to move. And you can ask yes or no questions and receive answers. And I, I think in a lot of ways, it, it can be more healing for someone who's going through grief because once you're sitting at that table and it begins to move and you know that you know, you're not making it move or anyone else in the, the room or at the table is not making it move, you know that you're actually getting a message from a deceased loved one. So let's paint a picture. Okay, what kind of table are you using? Is it, are there a few of us sitting around the table? Do we have our hands on the table? Is there any what? prayer you know, or meditation involved? Like, what's that look like to actually have a... Okay, this is Anne-Marie again. Uh, Sandra, it's the, it goes way back to, you know, time began with the Fox sisters. And the Fox sisters sat around the table, and there was a rapping and tapping, and that took a long time. And that, then that was when. Many people don't know about that. gave it, you know, a little bit more. So you can use any table. Now, the, the, the way they do it in Casadega, the way we do it at the Metaphysical Resource Centers, we're, and just like we're sitting at right now, we're sitting at a round table with the pedestal legs. And um, that is just a, a vehicle like anything for spirit to move. You know, you've heard stories where the pennies from heaven and the yes. feathers and, and it's not telekinesis because it's not us moving it. And so there's the difference. And we have people try to pick up the table. We have them examine it to make sure it's not, you know, trickery. It's not the, you know, penance show, still show. So it, they sit around it. You can do it in the light. You can do it in the dark for the ambiance. You know, seances are always done in a darkened room. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, because spirit can work better in the dark because it's not blinded by the light or anything else. But you call in guardian angels. You, you make a prayer because you only want love and light and truth and only truth to come through. We want only spirits that are going to give you love. It's not the, the movie Ghost. Right. So we sit around the table, we all put our fingers lightly on it, and we sing. Because energy is what they use. They are energy. We are all a frequency. So by using the fre raising our frequency by the Lord's Prayer, singing songs, it raises the energy, gets everybody in a good mood, makes you feel comfortable, shake off all that scary feeling of what's going to happen. Right, right. And then spirit through the opening of the portal and the gatekeepers and the angels that we set up to bring them in, we welcome them in, and we open up a doorway, some call that a portal, 
to allow the spirit of the loved ones to come through. And they move the table as a signal that they're here. So are your hands on the table yourself? Yes, hands are lightly on the table. So you can feel it move, but you're not pushing it. It's just your energy is frequency of the going around of the table. So you can take, once the table starts to move, you can take your hands off it because it's going to go to the person to which they came to, to visit. So grandma's come to you, it comes up and it gives you a hug. And it moves, yes, it moves for the word yes. If you ask a yes and no question, is this grandma Smith? It will not move. And you go, oh, is it Grandpa Joe? And it'll move. That and is wild. Excuse me? That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> it is so loving and so free. Yeah, your first reaction is, did I wear my diapers? Have I got my <laughs> pants? You know, is that it depends on, because it depends on who's going to come through. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love the humor involved in this, because normally... Yeah, a lot of people that are joining us are grieving, have lost a loved one, and many people have, like I said, heard 20 shows, and they they know their loved ones are around, so to bring some lightheartedness, and life after death doesn't have to be serious. I mean, it can be something fun like this. Now, I have a beautiful picture of the three of you around a table on my website, We Don't Die Radio, episode 94. Is that the table you're talking about? That's the table we travel with, yes. Yes, oh. that's Henrietta, talking table. Henry, and Henrietta? <laughs> you've named <Henrietta>. the table <laughs> I, I named her Henrietta <laughs> that's very nice very nice um, that's awesome can I hear it just before we get into too much more table tipping um, from the other two of you just how you got your start into this incredible world of the hereafter well uh, this is Susan hi Susan and, uh, hi <laughs> um, ever since I was very, very young, I've been attuned to nature. My father would bring me out while he cut the grass and I'd be playing with all kinds of bugs and digging in the dirt. And I think this, that's how my spirituality began. And, uh, my mother passed when I was in my twenties. Um, I was with her when she passed and, uh, that catapulted me spiritually. And all of a sudden I knew God, I knew that God was not just this little part of me called a soul. I knew that I was a much bigger part of God than that. And um, mm. I always could hear voices in my ears, and I see colors, uh, energy fields in front of my eyes, and I just pass that along as, well, that must happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until a couple years ago that I began to clear my chakras and meditate, and all of a sudden I... Uh, needed a metaphysical center, looked up the metaphysical resource center and found out and discovered that I am a medium and that I'm psychic. And that's where I met Anne-Marie and Barbie and we all connected. So that's great. And what, what are you passionate about in this field? Um, I, I enjoy the table tipping. I enjoy giving readings. Um, I We are all light workers. We bring light to everyone. And uh, so when the people that we are giving messages to from loved ones uh, are are sad and grieving, we, we can lighten up the situation by bringing them messages from their loved ones. Susan, do you remember a time that you, maybe even in the beginning, that you gave somebody a, a write-on reading that just really shocked them, like, oh my gosh, you must be talking to my loved one? 
you have any anything coming up in your memory banks that a story you could tell about uh, someone you shared something with? Well, the first reading I ever gave, it was amazing. Um, I saw horses and the uh, sitter for whom I was reading uh, rode horses. She wanted me to bring in her grandmother, and her grandmother always watched her uh, ride horses in horse competitions. And she also wanted me to bring in a friend of hers. And, for example, I saw tea, a cup of tea. And she says, oh, my gosh, we always had a cup of tea together. And um, it's just these little things that that we would never know that we get. And it shows that it really is the spirit. Yeah, you know, that reminds me, when I first met Barbie and we did a mediumship, mediumship class, I was with a woman and I kept seeing Campbell's um, tomato soup. And I'm like, that is so weird because, I mean, it's something that's not normally in my brain and come to find out this woman was desperately looking for her grandmother who always would open up a can of Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> I remember that, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that kind of that kind of stuff that, um, you know, it's not just some vague message that, oh, yes, your grandmother was older when she passed and she sends her love, which is so generic. You know, you really have to be specific uh, in order for people to believe. Barbie, how about a little bit about your story? Well, I've, I've been passionate about spirituality and metaphysics my entire life. I've just always known that there was, you know, so much more out there. And I guess my, my official uh, education or, or studying something like mediumship and psychic training and what have you began with Doreen, the class that we, we took together, the mediumship class. And it's, it's kind of um, evolved from there. I'm very heavily into shamanism. I'm passionate about that. I think that there's so much that we can learn from our indigenous brothers and sisters about how to live together as a community. I'm, I'm going to start teaching some classes at the Metaphysical Resource Center starting in May on shamanism. I'm very excited about that. And um, it just, my, my spiritual life just continues to uh, grow and evolve and deepen, and I'm, I'm thrilled about it. Oh, I don't know too much about um, shamanism. Can you just kind of explain what that is? Um, it's basically. Um, Shamanism is like a very old spiritual practice. It, uh, anthropologists believe that it goes back at least 100,000 years. Wow. Um, all of us came from some type of shamanic system. In fact, anthropologists have uh, located this one culture in Africa, the Kalahari, where every person and every religion came from. So, um, wow. basically, we, we, I'm not saying I'm a shaman, but shamans go into the realm of spirit to gather information or perhaps bring back power, um, to, feel, to feel, facilitate healing, um, or to bring back knowledge that's vital to the community. That mm-hmm. we all have um, such help at our fingertips. You know, they, with the aid of like shamanic drumming, like the monotonous beat of the drum or a rattle, uh, you can actually enter into uh, like the deeper trance states, mm-hmm. such as what Edgar Casey was in when he was channeling. So this is the kind of uh, help that we all have that each of us can access with a shamanic journey. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I think for as many people as there are on the planet, never, ever have been, like we all find our own spirituality. We all find our own path. We find our own interests. And um, and I don't think any one thing could fit every culture, just as there are many different religions on planet Earth. I think, you know, for tapping into this other realm, uh, the other side, next door, whatever you want to call it, like Anne-Marie says, next door. Um, yeah, it comes from different areas, but it, we may all be reaching into that same 
other level. And I think yeah. that's really cool. We're all different. We all need different things. Yeah. And yeah, we're all so passionate about different things. And okay. it's nice to be able to talk to you guys just to find out that there are different things. You know, not everybody wants to be a medium and maybe, um, but to just to hear, like, to, I, I, like, now I'm dying to experience this table tapping. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is this? Oh, I mean, I, I've what heard. Massachusetts are you at? I'm going to be up in the Berkshires the end of the month. I'm taking a, cl- a workshop up at, uh, with uh, James Van Prague up at Kripalo. Oh, how neat. I'll be traveling in California then. Oh, we'll do it another time. Yeah, yeah I, I will definitely travel to meet you. But Lilydale, um, Lilydale might be might do. I think that Lilydale uh, offers some type of table tipping seances. I think they have somebody over there. But, you know, we're all spiritual beings. I tell the story every day, um, Sandra, that we all, you know, we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes. We all got on Harry Potter's train. We're all in hog. Hogwarts. Hogwarts is a school and we're in school to get a degree in karma. And we pick our classes like all schools from the 12 signs of the Zodiac. Each house is a classroom and we've all chosen our classroom, but we're all here to get that degree in karma and to evolve as spiritual beings to the next level. And so, you know, we're all here to do that. We're all here to coexist. We're all here to have love and we're all, you know, getting our degree in whatever subjects we chose because it's free will and free choice. This is our choice. We chose to be here. We all signed up for school. We all got on, you know, the train went through the wall and here's Hogwarts. Wow, that's a nice <laughs> way is when we see our loved ones and why would so many of us see them in our dream, Sandra, is because Earth is, you know, this is, this is a multidimensional planet. Science validates there's multidimensional levels, parallel lives, parallel universes exist. We've been lied to. There's no tooth fairy, there's no Santa Claus, and there's probably no such thing as a dream. Because when we do remote viewing, when we go, to, uh, you know, doing any kind of journey, what they talk about astral projection is where the soul goes at night. This is just the vehicle we're driving within our aura and chakra system to keep us, you know, grounded in the school. And then at night we get back on the train and go out of Hogwarts into the next dimensions where we're over there creating new, you know, what we're doing. We're watching what we're doing. We're connecting with the loved ones that have passed on. And we bring things back here for knowledge into this dream state, this illusion. And that's called deja vu. And those that remember their dreams are creating what they brought back. That's my theory, and that's my story. That's a good theory, and that's a good story. What do you mean by karma, though, school of karma? Karma is, is all about our emotions, isn't okay. it? Say more about that. Uh, karma is all about our emotions, and there's no such, you know, it's not the situations we're in. It's how we handle and react to the situations that are given to us on a daily basis. We can stay stuck in the past. We can live with the drama. We can never forgive, forget. We're here to heal, patience, temperance, tolerance, no judgments, no expectations. <laughs> what a fun <laughs> job this is. We're here. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Signed up for. What a joke. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. yeah, we're all here. and We pick those classes, all our emotions. If you look at the, that's why everybody's so into astrology or should be, because our birth chart has everything listed in it that we created for our scholastic journey into earth school. We picked our subjects from the 12 signs of the Zodiac. Each house is a classroom. It's all the emotions and lessons that we need to deal with, with our emotions. And it's not the situations we're in. It's how we handle and react. And every year we get a new set of curriculum on our birthday to see where we're going next. Where's the journey taking us? Where's Mars, Jupiter, Saturn showing us 
is our path for evolution. And we're all evolving right now to the higher consciousness. That's why you're hearing so much about is there life after death? Because we're all trying to get through that veil. We're all connecting to other realms that are here waiting to connect with us. And that's the messages that we bring is to show others that it's just right here. And so many now are waking up to their, we're all psychic abilities. It's the sixth sense of intuition we all have. Everybody wants to tap into that and learn more and awaken and make that connection. And it's just really easy. That's why there's so many classes now. Yeah, there's a ton. Go ahead. Um, My favorite analogy for uh, the spirit world being so close is if you imagine that you have your nose against a glass fish tank. Okay. And then the fish comes to put their nose, its, its nose next to yours on the other side of the glass. And that glass is so thin, yet if we jumped into the fish tank, we wouldn't survive. And if the fish jumped out of the fish tank, it wouldn't survive. But just we're that close. We're that close. It's just that, that thin piece of glass that separates two, two totally different worlds. And that's how, that's how I view it. That's a really nice picture to paint. Yes. Yeah, because we think heaven is, well, I don't say we all think this, but it's so often people think that um, heaven's in the clouds and can our loved ones see us? And they go, a lot of people go to really far reaches to try to reconnect, not ever thinking that they're just right around them right now. Right. If we don't go to, when we pass away, when we leave this realm, we don't go to Mars or Jupiter. We literally go right next door. I, Science is validated. There's multidimensional levels. It's the manosphere. We, that's why airplanes can only go so high when you go into space as an astronaut. You have to be trained to get through the manosphere is where that level of we get dizzy. People you hear that talk about out-of-body experiences say they went through that wave, felt like dizziness, like you're going to pass out. It's that wave. That's where we're going into the next dimension. It's the realm uh, sleep state. When we, Go ahead. Uh, this is Barbie. I wanted to add something about what Emery was saying about karma because I think uh, you seem to be a fan of Neil Donald Walsh, and I am too. Yes. And okay. Um, he, I love this. I think it was in the first book. He said, "In the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not." So, in other words, how can you know hot if you don't have cold? How can you know tall if you don't have short? And so these situations will keep coming up in our lives until they're no longer an emotional trigger. Can you give an example of that, um, even if you make up one? Sure. Let's see. Um, say, like, uh, your husband does something that really annoys you, and it's gonna, he's going to keep doing it and keep doing it until you finally learn that, you know, the lesson behind it. Why is this annoying you? And then you go within yourself and find out the, the answers. And then once you realize, oh, yeah, that's because uh, some part of me is like that as well. And you just kind of... Um, you just go within and you try to figure out what this lesson is trying to teach you. It's that really, make, that, it, that it, it makes sense. I, I had an experience that I was at a dinner and there was a very famous speaker that was there and he was going around to all the tables and greeting every person and saying hello and thank you for coming. And he didn't give me a hello, thank you for coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Everything inside me churned up like I'm not good enough. Of course, I don't belong in this group. I mean, and so t- to me, that might be what you're saying is because there's no, I mean, the guy just probably thought he had already said hello to me. You know what I mean? So from his point of view, he wasn't doing anything wrong. But Right. It, it, was, it was triggering those, those feelings within you. And so it was giving you another opportunity to heal that and to know that you are worthy and you are of value. 
Yeah, and that has been something for me that pops up now and again. I think all of us, every every human being on the planet. Mm -hmm. And how can we deal with that, though? There's only 12 zodiac signs. (laughs) There's only 12 12 lessons. There's only nine numbers in numerology. Repeat and repeat. Every year we go through different scenarios. And, yes, history repeats itself. And thoughts are things. You know, there's that what we think is I go through the science of the mind back to when my teachings was it's a secret to the secret. What the bleep thoughts are things. What right. we think is what we create. Look at how we can have that pity party and wallow in it. Yeah. Why did you know, why did he come and talk to me? Was I ugly? Did I smell bad? What would I have bad breath? What's going on? Why did and then we go into the wallow in the pity party? Oh, yeah. And that's the fear. That's the ego. E-G-O edges God out. The fear, false evidence, it appears real. You can feel the effects ahead of the reality. When we look at words, hugs help us grow spiritually. When we look at different terminology and how we think and what we process, not what comes out our mouth, but what runs around in that little brain. How is that negative energy, uh, you know, keeping us bound? I never can get enough money. The bills are never paid. I just live paycheck to paycheck. What are you programming? That bills are never paid and you just live program to program. When you say every day is a blessing, today is the gift. That's why it's called the present. I don't live in yesterday. I don't know what's ahead for tomorrow, but I'm in my present moment and how grateful and how much gratitude I have to be able to have a job, to have a paycheck, to have my vehicle running. I woke up today. What a gift. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. When we come out of grief and realize our loved ones are right here trying to say hello, it helps to heal us to live a better life because someday we're going to go there too. Wow, you just got in so much in one breath. (laughs) That is so great and so profound. Like ego edges God out hugs help us grow spiritually every day is a gift that's why they call it the present Emery that's awesome because because I just want to ask you like so there I was in the restaurant and the guy didn't say hello to me right and immediately oh of course not I don't belong in this group I'm not good enough I'm not you know one of these other speakers what do we do in that moment when we catch ourselves is there something we can do yes catch that cancel clear delete you know right on the computer we got the delete button Cancel, clear, delete, and put it, you know, we say it, we used to say it three times, delete, 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 (laughs) and we put in a new program. It's the computer. It's the ego. Edges got out. We need to catch to the angel. You know, it used to be a little cartoon with the devil on one shoulder, angel on the other, they're both whispering at you who you listen to. And you turn that around and you go, well, who am I? I wouldn't be sitting at this table if I wasn't Sandra. <laughs> That's you funny. may not know who's sitting here, please. I'm an ambassador for the Galactic Federation. I mean, please, oh. I'm a spiritual being here just in my glory, passing out my energy field. You know how wonderful I am, what a beautiful person I am. And when you change the way you look at things, who cares? That man don't pay your bills, does he? Well, yeah, you know what? It's not even that because he's. it's got nothing to do with him. But I, I think even for me to say, aha, look at that. There's an opportunity. Where did that come from? And, yeah. I, and I think you guys are very much like me. When I learn something else about uh, something out about myself, I want to give it away because I right. know I'm not the only human being on planet Earth that might not feel smart enough, not pretty enough, not good enough, you know? 
Everybody Not feels that. Why do we think we're all so conscious about our body weight? You know, the normal woman today is a size 14. I don't know where they came up with a zero. But the more average woman is a size 14, but we're made not to feel beautiful, not to feel that we're okay with the way we are when of course we are. Yes. All the old pictures of biblical pictures show women with big bellies. What does that show prosperity? So when, yeah, we all feel the same way. That's why if you don't walk in another person's shoes, how do you know what it feels like? Yeah, or so don't judge another to wear, but we realize we all think and feel the same way, and that's the great part of technology today. Because people from all over the world can connect and realize that, oh wow, you know, what do you do first thing in the morning? I get up and go to the bathroom. No kidding, me too. <laughs> You're one funny. Of, one of my favorite expressions is "inquire within." And Doreen Virtue has a wonderful chakra clearing meditation. And in the nighttime meditation, she says, uh, one, of, one of the affirmations is, I release the part of me that is angry toward this such and such person. So in other words, you're not releasing uh you're not releasing just the anger. You're releasing that part of you, which is the ego, yeah. which is which is angry. So everything everything counts when you inquire within. Yeah, and just for our listener right now, uh, these ladies we're talking to now are on WeDon'tDieRadio.com, episode 94. And I have links to the things the ladies are talking about, even Doreen Virtue's chakra clearing. And if I could just ask a little bit, there's a few things that you've brought up that I, I want to know more about. A couple of times you mentioned about um, clearing our chakras. Maybe one of you can describe um, what our chakras are and um, why we might want to clean them. We'll start with that. Well, our chakras are the energy centers of our body. It's where psychic information comes through, and sometimes it can get kind of, you know, gunked up, and you just have to clear them. They are, we all came in with a, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. We got on Harry Potter's train, we're in Hogwarts. If you watch the movie, they all changed into a different uniform. Our aura is the is the car we're driving in this lifetime. We all have an aura field, science validates. Most people today are familiar with an auric energy field that surrounds us. Right. It, you put your hands to your side, out, out to your side, and you know that's your energy field. It comes in rainbow colors. The energy is part of the atmosphere we're in. We're all frequency. We're all a sound. We're all as unique as a snowflake. So we all, but we all have this aura shield around us. Some call it a white light of protection. Some it's a shield. We all have, everybody knows more and more today about it. The chakra system is the energy field. If the aura field is our car, the chakra system is the energy, the transmission, the, 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 the fuel lines that keep the vehicle running. It, it goes from our root chakra, you know, the, the base of our torso to your solar plexus, to your belly button, to your heart, to your throat, to your top, your forehead, to the top of your head is called chakras. We can all Google and, and find it today. That's a frequency that it's like, you know, when you plug in your light socket for your lamp on your end table yeah. and it starts to flicker, mm-hmm. you know, something is loose. Something isn't connected correctly. And sometimes you just go over to the light bulb and tighten it. And so now you have pot- proper lineup of your frequency electricity outlet that you're generating out to the world. 
You know, you, we all feel it. You know, you can walk into a, a, a boardroom. You're getting ready for a meeting. You can walk in. And just as you get to that doorway, you feel like, uh-oh, there's somebody's energy. Right. In rest. Or, wow, I can feel happiness in this room. Yes. That's it. And our, uh, our fears tend to land on our chakras. And so when you clear your chakra, you, you have the root chakra. Actually, I've heard that you have chakras in your feet. And uh, we receive light coming up from, from our feet all through our body. And we have light coming in through our crown chakra, which is at the top of our head. So energy and light is flowing all through us, all of our lives. And uh, the good thing about clearing your chakras is that there are affirmations that you say. And it uh, relieves your chakras of these fears. It makes you a lighter being. It helps you to absorb or it helps the energy to go uh, in and out of you and in and out of you more clearly. And uh, that's if, if your chakras are clear and you're open, that's when you receive all your messages from spirit. So doing a chakra clearing could really help those of us who want to have better intuition. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, y'all said that at the same time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that Doreen Virtue chakra clearing um, is something that I had done years ago. Completely I forgot about. Somewhere in this house I have the CD, but I, I'll have that link on your episode 94 to just for that if anybody wants to download that and listen. So a couple other things that you brought up. You said, um, we're talking about karma. Uh, it was Anne-Marie who said this, and you said the zodiac. Um, so there's 12 classes or numerology. There's nine can you just talk a little bit more about that does that mean everybody born aries is all here to learn the same lesson no okay um it's it's, we're all you know when we all check into college we all we we all may major in liberal arts but we may take some different classes in liberal arts okay okay so you chose to come in as aries and i'm not an astrologer um uh, Professionally, I just know enough to get me in trouble, um, <laughs> to give guidance to those. Go find someone that, that knows uh, astrology. I've got several uh, that I use. Every city has somebody that's been around a long time. There's different forms of astrology, but it's our book. We all wrote a book before we came in. We had to have reference, just like all schools have classrooms. All schools have teachers, administrators, counselors, classmates, and friends. And that's how our administration runs. That's how the planet runs. We've got administrators, presidents, you know, people that help run the planet. We have other people, the classmates that we share it with. And some of these people turn out to be our friends and family. So before we're even conceived, when we're still a thought in somebody's life, there's only one way as spiritual beings to get into Hogwarts is we all had to get on the train. So we all have to be born and we're born to die. We had one way in, one way out. We had to get on the train to go into Hogwarts. We have to get back on the train to get out. So before we're even thought of, like all schools, we've graduated from high school now. We don't let kindergartners into college. And it's a long time to get that PhD from kindergarten to PhD. Right. So we choose what classes we want to come in. As spiritual beings, we choose a group. Because it takes a team. <laughs> it takes a village to run a family. It takes a team. Okay. So we come in as teamwork. You know, you go into all these today, corporate businesses, the millionaire mind. There's all these seminars, motivational speakers, and they talk about teamwork. When they have you do exercises, you do it as a team, right? Right. 
So we came in here as a team to help each other out. We chose, we choose whether we want to be male, female, mother, father, sister, brother, friend, enemy. What, what do, role do we want to play? As Shakespeare said, we're all players and actors on the stage of life. So we choose before we're even in here, we overview from our past grades. We've been here before. So we overview our classroom. You know, it's like, okay, we're going back to earth school. What did I take when I went to Harvard? Oh yeah, I started Harvard and I got my degree here. So I got to go back now and I got to get uh, the degree in this and temperance and maybe tolerance and maybe a little greed was in there. So now I've got to go back with a little poverty and, you know, so I'm going to pick these classes and, oh, you know, Susie Q over here is going to help me and she's going to go into my mother and she's going to be a real bitch. She's going to give me a hard time because I oh my. I'm going to come in as a Leo. So I got to be aggressive. So I got to have a bitchy mother. It really motivate me. And I can either give into that and do drugs and fuck up my life. Excuse me. And mess up, mess up my life. <laughs> or I can turn that around and be a teacher. <laughs> 94, episodes, 94 episodes. You're the first one to say the F word. Shut the front door. <laughs> uh, shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> we are all adults listening. So. Well, you know, I just tell it like it is. I yeah, turned I, 70. I can just kind of say it like it is. I, I, I hear you. But you now you talk about our our uh, team. Is, are you talking about our closest family and friends? Like we actually pick the bitchy mother. We actually pick yeah. the person that breaks our heart. Uh, exactly. That stuff? Yeah. We choose. This is the hard part. This is why you say these words, because we chose this. What the heck were we drinking? You know, there's an old Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie. The Native American Indians tell this story, so they surprise white women know. But there's an old story. We got time. Um, I talk fast. Um, that the native, there's a Star Wars story, the original one with, you know, when Harrison Ford was cute and young and still is, but where there's a bar scene. And there's yes, yes, yeah, uh-huh. Chewbacca, and there's all these people sitting around drinking these funny drinks with this wild music. Right, I remember that. The story goes that Chewbacca comes in and goes, job fair, job fair, we're starting a new planet. Han Solo's getting the plane ready and the ship ready, and we're all going to go down and learn uh, education and starting a new school down there on planet Terra to get a degree in karma. Who wants to sign up? You guys sitting around the bar, you know each other. You want to go down and work? Who wants to be the mother? Who wants to be the father? We're going to create these emotions. So you pick who you you want to come in they choose the roles and sometimes it's an easy role sometimes it's a hard role but we wrote it all down I'm going to take these classes I'm going to do this I'm going to go here I'm going to be this that the other thing Bruce Jenner I want to be a female I want to be the world's greatest athlete yep you can be a female you can be a great athlete now I want to be the world's greatest athlete yep you can do that but you got to go in as a man's body but I want to be a female well later on down the road you can do that oh heck yes set me up because wow. we know the evolution of how it's all going to turn out. We wrote it from start to, to finish because it's our story. It's our classroom. We choose to, to check out after we get a couple of degrees. We may decide to come back. It's called reincarnation. We choose to come back, play some more roles, get the degree. We know how it's going to end, but we get amnesia. Because what good is it to know how it ends? We don't read a book from the back. We don't watch the movie from the end. Spoiler alert. So we got free will and free choice. We got that vehicle of the aura, the chakra system to guide us. We got that ego helping us out. We have angels and guides around us, and we come in and have fun. Well, let so, me ask you. Now, this isn't me asking you. This is many people that have talked to me. So some people are murdered. Some people, I just talked to a woman last, yesterday, and her six-year-old boy was murdered. Are you, you mean to tell me, now I'm just coming as devil's advocate here. You mean to tell me that I picked that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We don't understand the lessons. A lot of times when people have miscarriages or a young child, you know, we lose them at birth or we miscarry and we have guilt over abortions. It's the soul's choice. The soul comes in and says, I'm coming. Whoops, this ain't going to work out. I'm out of here. Check me out. Coming in just, you know, so abort, abort, miscarry, you know, die. You go get to come in with a disease. This is for medical research. I'm going to come in, get real sick, check out. Oh, I murdered you in a last time, last lifetime. Pay back, pay it forward. Um, karma's done. Now I can move forward. We don't understand, and that's what really ticks us off here. And because we have the amnesia, we don't understand what the messages are. But nobody dies by accident. Everybody goes when they are supposed to go under the situations and circumstances that we created and wrote. Right. I also think that when uh, we finally graduate is when we can look at these uh, trials and tribulations that we go, we go through. We can learn the lessons that we came here to learn, and we can say, thank you. I am grateful for this because I've learned, I've grown, I'm a better person. Mm. And I want to also mention to the listener right now, you might have lost somebody really near and dear to you. And um, like this kind of conversation, like when my dad had died and if someone were to told me then, like I picked it, I probably would have punched him. Right. And and I mean it because there's a lot of anger involved with grief and in the moment, I mean, our bodies need to grieve and go through a very physical and emotional process. So we're not making light of any loss right now at all. Absolutely. 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 It is part of the emotion. And that's why we choose the way to leave is the way we choose to leave. The soul doesn't want to leave any its family members any more than we want to, but that's the emotional lesson. And that's why there are seven stages of grief. Uh, You know, go through grief counseling, you go through the uh, different emotions of letting go and releasing and healing. And that's part of the learning lesson that we all chose to come in here because we are all born to die. We, yeah. um, I, all of us, the three of us, you're not going to find three more compassionate people around. And it's like, I mean, I know I've actually been in session with a client and just wept with them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say that um, when we come onto earth and we go through these things, uh, we may go, we may have a terrible accident and we end up handicapped or we may lose a loved one very young or we may suffer from abuse, or we may lose our house in a flood after a hurricane. (laughs) Uh, But the lesson that we learn is how do we deal with it? Do we not deal with it? Do we have, have the world give us a pity party? Are we the victim or are we the survivor? And do we conquest? Mm -hmm. And um, Steve Gleason is, is a fine example of someone who has conquested his disability, his illness. Um, and I don't, I don't know about Steve. Oh, oh, he's a Saints player. He's an ex-Saints player who has ALS. And he has raised awareness, unbelievably. Uh, that's Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you, you'll, we see him around. He's... I've see I've just saw him a couple of weeks ago in front of a drugstore with his son and he's a he's a big hero down here and he just goes through his life he 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 continues to deteriorate physically mm-hmm. but he goes through his life like like a hero he is a hero and we have we have two choices we can either not deal with what is thrown at us or what we choose in this lifetime or 
we can conquest and and be victors and learn our lesson that we came to learn. Yeah, I want to encourage everyone listening to go back one episode to episode 93. I got the privilege of interviewing Scarlett Lewis, and she is the mother of one of the kids that were murdered in Sandy Hook a few years back. Do you remember that? Oh, God bless. Yes. However, you can't explain to people, but the, you know, the grief and the pain of losing a child um, never goes away. I I was adopted by a family um, that tried to keep their son's memory alive. That's why I grew up in a haunted house, because that grief of losing that child, this my mother that adopted me, her child died in her arms. Wow. You don't get over this anytime soon. The healing and the pain doesn't go away, but you try to step forward and use that as a healing message to others. Yeah. Why I mentioned her though, she, she mentioned something called post-traumatic growth and I've never heard it in that way because we can often hear of post-traumatic stress disorder really being trapped in the past and what she's talking about post-traumatic growth is what she did is, is she has a real firm belief in the afterlife and on her episode uh, 93. I mean, you get goosebumps with the signs that she's gotten that her son, Jesse, is still around. And he's yeah. with Jesus. I mean, it, it, it'll it bring tears to your eyes and, and tears on your face to listen. However, what she did with all of this is she's created um, education that's going in school systems now to teach kids mm-hmm. compassion, love, forgiveness, to put in those things so that, um, like the the boy who was the killer, like that, that doesn't happen, you know? And so mm-hmm. we can really take uh, the worst times of our lives and turn them into the biggest gifts that you're able to help other humans. That's the lessons. Yes, absolutely. This is yeah. exactly what we're take talking about. Take lemons and turn it into lemonade. Exactly. And that's why we give the messages when we do spirit galleries, when we do one-on-one readings, when we, you know, do the table, it's to let the loved ones know that your loved ones are right here. They want you to connect with them. They want to help. They can't interfere in our life, but ask and you shall receive. And so many are sitting right beside them saying, I'm right here for you. You can feel me. And, and that is such, such a healing energy of love that they're, they're trying to bring forward. Yeah, and we really have to be there and believe that that's true and not that we're sitting here alone. Right. Also, believe. also another common message uh, is that they, they don't want us to grieve. They want us to move forward with our lives. Because that ascends their soul as well. Mm-hmm. It does. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they want us. They're moving forward. They're, they've, they've, they're healthier. They're younger. They're moving forward into another dimension of life. And they want us to heal. And if they've left us, you know, with some anger or some emotions or something that wasn't a hundred percent happy camper in the family realm, they want to, they don't ask for forgiveness because we don't understand what the message was, but they want us to, to know that they're okay. And they want us to be okay. Wow. That's the message is they're okay. Please be okay. Please move forward in my memory with love and believe that they're okay. They want us to be okay. Clean out the room, change the bedroom furniture, go move forward with your life in their honor as you would if they were here. Wow. And I think one of the, one of the, more important things that we as mediums do is we encourage people to look for signs from their loved ones, simple signs. Um, My sign for my favorite aunt, 
uh, is leave standing up in the grass. And so when you encourage people to look for the signs that uh, from their loved ones, that gives them something to go on on a day-to-day basis. I have a friend who I gave a reading to, and one of the signs from her late husband is when one of those plastic grocery bags is blowing in the wind in the air. Yeah. And and I I get a text from her every time she sees one, and uh, it's just nice. It's it's nice that she didn't pass that by not knowing what it was, and it brightened her day. I keep seeing the number thirty three, and and whether it's a loved one or whether it's my guides or angels, it's just my reminder to live in the present moment. That there's a there's a bigger picture going on here. There's a something for me to learn, ladies. I want to get into your business right now. Um, The three of you came together to create your business, and. Um, on again on we don't die radio.com episode 94 you can click the link to the ladies facebook page where you have your events but what do you offer people and is it just in new orleans can we do telephone get telephone readings from you or you know if you could talk a little bit about your business and what you offer and how we can find out more well, we came up with the name Heavenly Connections because that's kind of what we do. We, we says it all. Yep. It says it all. We connect to other realms. Uh, Heavenly Connections, mediumship events. Um, we, do, uh, I, we do offer phone readings. Um, I actually have a Groupon and a Living Social coupon out there for under AnnemarieTouchette.com um, that we're giving. Uh, so we do do phone readings for just general um, connecting and, and uh numerology and messages from our loved ones because energy is everywhere um our loved ones if they're standing you call them in you make your phone call to heaven you're inviting them to come in and our energies can generally connect with somebody we can't guarantee who's going to come in but somebody's going to come in and give you a message that makes sense only to you to validate that indeed that you know we can't make this stuff up as Teresa caputo says we can't make this stuff up and we do galleries in uh new orleans uh we are um, you know we have table we'll travel we're uh going to uh do different events around the community where we offer the spirit gallery. A spirit gallery is much like you see um, Teresa do we at home events or, in, or she travels around John Edward of uh, Sylvia Brown, all the greats out there, James Van Prague, uh, John Holland, they all offer um, there's many uh, mediums and great teachers and leaders out there today um, that we come to your home, just like, you know, you have 10 people or, or more at your house and we come and have a house. It's Tupperware party time, except <laughs> a little different. The Tupperware is moving on its own. You can have, you know, spirit wants you to have spirits, but don't be too spirited. And uh, so and then we do, you know, gallery events where we uh, have a larger group at auditoriums up to, you know, 6,500 people show up. And um, it's it's just loving messages where they not everybody gets a message, but everybody can relate to the message because, like I said, we're all the same. So we um, we have an event coming up in New Orleans on uh, May 12th on a Thursday at a healing center here. Uh, we have another one on the 20th at the Metaphysical Resource Center. And um, we're just getting this going um, with the tables and, and bringing the old message because this is the way it was done. And it was called, you know, Ouija board's got a bad name. So yes. it's spirit board and spirit loving messages because if you don't protect yourself, you know, you just open it up and kids play around and say, oh, let me talk to the devil. Well, you get what you ask for. So 
<laughs> we're taking that stigma away that it's love and light and we bring in archangels and guardian angels and loved ones to show you that you know they are not every it's not the movie ghost and that there's a lot of love and light out yeah. there we're available if anybody wants to Very have nice. us come to their community we're open to uh, have table we'll travel and if you're visiting new orleans uh and our phone number is uh, probably going to be listed on uh, your show. On this episode, yep. Absolutely. Is it easy enough to get a medium reading with you from afar? I only ask this because I, I just had someone who e- emailed me who listened to one of my guests on the show, which was great. But she's like, oh, she doesn't have anything available for six months. You know, and it's like, are you guys e- easily more accessible? Yeah, um, we we would love to get to that point where we'd be six months out. Um, <laughs> a couple right. of- yeah, a couple of weeks out at this point, is depending on the day and time. Phone oh, is a lot easier because, um, you know, it is, but it's coordinating time frames and stuff. But I of talk course. to people all over from California to Australia. So, um, yeah, we are more accessible. Oh, that's good news. I have some uh, classes in shamanism starting on May 14th at the Metaphysical Resource Center. It's going to be the second Saturday of every month. Okay, great. Very great. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Any any closing words, ladies? Maybe each one of you, if you, you you've got a big audience you're you're talking to right well, now, and 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 it's about empowering people to live fully too. But if there's any closing thoughts you might want to share, I always like to use the John Hopkins quote: "Is that your loved ones are only a thought away," and it's so true. Very nice. We're all here to co-create. It's all about love. Yes. Yeah. Loving yourself first. Start with the mirror because nobody else can complete us. So we have to love ourselves. Know that our loved ones are right here to help us. Ask and you really do receive. Oh. They are, you know, knocking the doors answered. They want you to how they can they help. That's why they leave the feathers and the butterflies and the pennies to to let you know that what you need. When we see those double, triple numbers, think about what you're thinking about. Go to bed with a question, wake up with the answer. If it's diarrhea, it was a crappy question, but life is good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I knew this was going to be a great episode. I love it. You know what? Do we still have a sense of humor in the spirit world, by the way? Yes, they do. Absolutely. Yes, they have a better sense of humor. Somebody that was real crotchety is going to come back and laugh and tell you about stuff that's going to embarrass you. They are having a lot of fun over there. They're learning. They're going on to school, just like here. They're working another job. It's whatever they want to create. Orbs that show up in our photographs are the shadows of your loved ones stopping in to say hello. Wow. Susan, any last words from you? Well, um, Yes, I think one of the most profound things that I had to learn was, uh, as Eckhart Tolle says, live in the present moment because the past is gone, the future is not here yet, and the present moment is the most powerful moment there is. And that's when you can stop and just be instead of do. It's just be in the moment. Oh, that's beautiful. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. And, and for our listener, I want to thank you too. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Um, gosh, there's almost 94, 95 episodes, um, right now. And that's a lot of hours of listening, but, but it's soul growth. And I think whether you go to a medium reading and you see someone else, get moved by a message from their loved one like you might not get a message if you're in one of those big groups of people but you can really get that your loved ones are around and really listen to the message as it is your own and i think even with these episodes we get, we meet all kinds of 
new and wonderful people, as you know, but really pull the interviews in for yourself. What what meaning can you get out of it? And from Barbie, Susan, and Anne Marie, you guys just all three of you gave us such gifts and and really fun, like in a fun way. You know, I mean, you're you're full of life and you're full of laughter, and it really felt good to be here with you. We we do things a little differently in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you brought that to this conversation. Um, and these ladies uh, run Heavenly Connections Mediumship Events in New Orleans. Uh, if you want to go on Facebook and type in Heavenly Connections Mediumship Events or simply go to WeDon'tDieRadio.com, episode 94, you can find out more about Barbie Stoll and her partners, Anne-Marie Touchette and Susan Levin. Um, I, my name is Sandra Champlain. I've been your host on We Don't Die Radio, and I do believe with all of my heart that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. So just remember, every day is a gift, and that's why we call it the present. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.